Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 12 of our Bible in a Year challenge and I'm super excited to be on here. So today we are continuing on our journey with Abraham, Job and also taking readings from the book of Proverbs. The um, chapters we'll be taking our reflection on is in the description box so just in case you need more direction on that just check it out we'll always be putting the chapters of uh, my reflections daily in the description box so you can just follow us up on this journey so let's get right into it so today we see where um isaac meets rebecca and like the whole process between that how um abraham sends his servant to find a wife for isaac and Our main takeaway from this is just the servant's journey to finding Rebecca. Um, On on the way, on the journey, or on the mission to find Isaac a wife, we see where the servant prays to God for direction and for help. Because he was going to a country that he had never gone to. He didn't know anybody there. This was a very important task because he knew i mean this was the servant that was in charge of abraham's house or household so i'm pretty sure he knew about like the promises god's promises to abraham and he knew that all of that was supposed to come through isaac so like this is his wife i mean this is the person that determines the children that are going to come from isaac so he knew it was a very very important task but he was still going with no experience with no idea of what the journey held for him if he was going to find Isaac a wife if he was going to find Isaac a bad wife if he was not even going to find a wife at all and he prays to God and God helps him God sends him the sign that he needs and he finds Rebecca I think this can be very very much applicable in our lives where we are struggling to figure out what's going on we can't see the end we don't even know what tomorrow holds for us and the only thing we can do we're told to be dependent on god a god we also cannot see we cannot physically see and physically hear this can be a huge challenge for a lot of us so we're in november now right we are at the end of the year and everybody's looking forward to that forward to the fireworks forward to the fact that we are ending another year but the truth of the matter is like life doesn't end i mean right after december 31st we have january 1st and then we have january 10th we have a um, new year and then probably we'll enter into easter and then we're entering another year and life just goes on like just because that we are looking forward to an end doesn't mean everything stops there and i feel like the need or the reason why we are so we are always anticipating the end is the fact that under normal circumstances yeah human beings like to know what's in store for them we always have that inner desire to know what the end looks like you're in a journey and then you're you're supposed to have like patience and then you just need to wait to get back response take for example you're applying for a job and then you apply you send in your applications you go for an interview and then all you need to do is just wait back and hear back from the company if you get hired or not but that moment of having to wait and not knowing what answer you might get 
is so excruciating for human beings because we we just want to know we want to be in control we want to have an idea of what the future holds for us but unfortunately life doesn't offer us that opportunity we we only have the chance to move in life one step at a time taking risks and just trusting or having to hope and believe that everything works out in the end and when you have a problem with this you're going to have a problem with everything in life pretty much because you don't have the power to know what the end has for you anyways we see that um same problem where abraham's servant goes to find a wife for isaac he doesn't know what it holds for him he doesn't know what outcome it might be obviously he doesn't want to disappoint his master abraham but he also doesn't know what's going to face when he gets there but he says a prayer to god and he trusts that god will lead him why don't we adopt that in our situation when we are confused about what we want to do when we we have no idea what's going on let's take our concerns let's take our worries about the unforeseen future to God in prayer trusting that he will help us and guide us when we find it hard to trust God with this in comes fear now we have fear and what is this fear this fear is the fear of not being in control this fear is the fear of not being able to get what we want and not being able to reach the heights that we've set for ourselves it's the fear of not being in control and this fear can do, t- do two things to us when you have this fear of not being in control it can either make you take back control for yourself or seek control elsewhere let me give you a very good instance so i'm in nigeria and i'm recording this from nigeria and here we have loads of political problems i've i've heard this so many times you're in nigeria or you're in nigeria and you probably heard this also that what nigeria needs or what nigerians need is a strong hand in quotes what it means is that most Nigerians believe that what Nigeria needs to grow and to develop or to excel is to have like an autocratic leader. People have often said it that they prefer the military regime to the civilian regime because Nigerians are stubborn and they just need a strong hand to handle them and put everyone in check. I'll be lying if I said I did not believe or I never said that at some point in time. But that's what fear does. When you have the fear that things are not in going out the way you plan them or they are not going according to how you want them to you seek control elsewhere you look for a higher authority or a higher power that can help you put things in check and help you feel that peace and that safety or you can take the control for yourself and try to handle things by yourself either ways those two parts leads to a very bad end because none of them works well you see control in other things or with higher powers they end up using it against you and using it for themselves you become slaves pretty much you take back the control for yourself you don't have the power to control your life or to control your situations so things flip out of hand and you probably end up in a worse scenario or worst case 
Also, you might have noticed, but today is a feast today. Today is the feast of Christ the King. And this feast is very, very um, young in the Catholic Church. Um, I think it was, it was, it started in 1925 by Pope Pius XI. And he felt the need to um, bring about this feast because of the situation of the world at that time. I mean, that was right after World War II. German or Germany was in a mess after losing the war. They were dead politically, economically, mentally. Their citizens had lost all hope, all um, form of identification. It was also the time... I think in 1920 it was also around the time where um, Mexico, I mean you know Mexico, the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of religion in Mexico is Catholicism, like that's like the most popular religion, like 90% of Mexicans were Catholics at the time and here in comes this new government that announces or proclaims that anything that has to do with Catholicism, anything that has to do with prayer, mass is illegal so they 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 made it like illegal to ever practice Catholicism in any form. So people were scared for their lives. We are talking about a country that ninety percent of people were Catholics. Like, I mean, so people were scared. It was a it was a state of despair, and these were not foreigners. These were their own people, their own government who stood up to make Catholicism illegal. So anyways, we have uh, we had mass murders here and there, priests were being killed. Um, it was even it was it was illegal to say greetings that related to God. People were in hiding. But one story that stuck out to me during that time was the story of this 14-year-old boy that got martyred because of his faith apparently the person or the judge that sentenced him to death was his godfather because according to the godfather he had no choice because he tried to get apparently okay let me let me let me try and capture this story i don't know the details so i'm trying not to say something wrong but it's a 14 year old boy i think he joined a group of people that were like protesting against the uh, new law that was against their religion and their faith so apparently I think he got captured while because he sacrificed his horse for one guard one guard was on a horse and he was also on a horse and then the guard fell down or the general rather fell down from the horse I think the horse died or something so he gave his own horse to general because he said that the general's life was more important to the cause than his i mean he was a whole general that had military experience and he was just like a 14 year old boy this was like a group of people that were mostly dominated by military people because they were protesting they were fighting for their rights and he was this 14 year old boy that joined because i mean he thought like at what point do you stop being scared of death at what point or at what age do you get to that you actually have to defend and fight for your faith? That was the mentality he had. So anyways, he gave up his horse for the general and he ended up being captured. He got sentenced to death by his own godfather. <laughs> and 
he was killed his two souls were cut off and he was forced to walk to his grave and then he was stabbed and then he was shot in the head but before that before he was shot his last words were um viva cristo rain meaning i think it means may the lord rain or may the lord rain or may the lord continue to rain something like that may the lord rain i guess i guess that's what it means and that's that that was the whole state of mexico at the time and that was just one country right we're talking about the whole world the whole world was in chaos everybody was looking for a way to bring back the peace or to bring back sanity that it once had everyone was looking for it an authority or a government that did not look out for only their selfish needs but for the needs of their people and so Popeyes thought it wise that this feast was a way to remind people that their identity was not in any form of government, their identity was not in their president, it was not in whether they won or lost the war, it was not in their need to get back control. Their identity was in the government of God that had no end, the supreme kingship and rulership. And so he started the feast. And during this feast, the Holy Eucharist presenting, or who is Jesus Christ actually, the Holy Eucharist, who is Jesus Christ, flesh and blood, is processed round a vicinity just to remind people that here is your king, the king that is in control. To hand over control to God is to surrender. Surrender doesn't mean you're. Um, giving up or you're stopping from ever involving in an activity surrender means to give access so when we surrender to God we're not giving up on the situation or on the case we're allowing him to take the front seat and gain access as the sole controller of the situation to surrender means to obey Obedience comes first. Obedience comes above every other thing because if you do not obey God, what you're indirectly saying is that, I mean, God might be the king and the ruler of the whole world and the whole universe, but he is not king over my life because he has not been put in that position of control. So to control or to rather to hand over control to God is to obey him in everything you do. Just like Job in today's um, chapter who was lost and still trying to find his answers, we also might be lost and still be trying to find answers to numerous questions that we might have. But let this be a reminder that just like Abraham's servants who handed control to God in a situation where he had no idea what outcome might come out from it, let's also hand over control to God let today today being the feast of Christ the King remind us that Christ is not just King in the books or in the Bible Christ is not just King in heaven Christ is not just King in Rome Christ is not just King over my life Christ is King over everything including you including your situation including your family including your country but only if you give him the access 
to have control only if you surrender so what do we do when we find ourselves in a situation where we feel like we cannot control the situation or rather more importantly what do we do when we find out that we cannot we have a god that we cannot control most times we feel like god is our genie you pray to him and you want him to answer you exactly how you asked him and you get offended when he doesn't or when he rejects you or when he asks you to wait most times we get angry because we can't control god well what if i told you that god actually surrendered to you or for you he has already surrendered for you at the cross which is also what today reminds us of now it's your turn to surrender in the olden days there were like three main promises that was made like when a man and woman comes together to get married there are three main promises that's made there is the promise of love to love each other there's a promise of honor to honor each other but there is one last promise that i don't i think it was taken out but it's it's not very it's not a popular promise anymore <laughs> for very obvious reasons once i say it i think you you get why and that last promise is to love to honor and to obey now when you tell a today 21st um, century female that she's supposed to obey her husband what kind of reaction do you think you're going to get <laughs> i don't even think you need an hour or a second to answer that because the answer already comes to you quick everybody is struggling to have control nobody wants to be the lesser person right everybody wants to be equals everybody's fighting for equality everybody's fighting for their voices to be heard but the thing is to obey doesn't mean you're the lesser person and that's why paul says that husbands and wives should submit themselves to each other because without submission without putting somebody before you without thinking of somebody first before your own needs there is no love you are you are deceiving yourself what you have is not love i don't know what to call what you have but it's definitely not love be that as it may we're talking about our relationship with god it also applies to our relationship with others what do you do in situations where you can't control somebody else I mean, nobody wants to accept that they are, a they are control freaks or they are a controlling person in quotes. But sometimes, indirectly, we want to control people in our lives. We get angry when people don't respond the way we want them to respond. We get angry when people don't help us when we want them to help us. We get angry when people don't reply our messages as fast as we want them to. That's it. That is what it means to want to control people. Today, we are not called to be in control we are called to surrender we are not called to fear we are called to trust and we are called to obey and submit Jesus told his disciples that the greatest of them all would be the least today being the feast of Christ the King we are celebrating the king of all kings who are celebrated the king whose kingdom will never end but we should also remember that before all this 
this same king was always in constant battle right from birth he was battling for his life when Herod killed all children because of him he was battling for his life against the Pharisees against the soldiers and the Romans this the same almighty king was killed was tortured submitted to the will of God the Father And today we are reminded of that. In situations where you, you're losing control, where you feel the need to be in control and handle everything the way you want them to, to be, submit and surrender. In your relationship with other people, your parents, your siblings, your friends, where you want to control how that relationship will go, today we are called to surrender and submit it's not an easy rule or task but it is possible and just like Abraham's servant ask God for help and for direction and he will definitely answer so that's all we have for today guys thank you for listening this far um, I wish you guys an amazing first day I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, same place. Take care and have an amazing week.